Hey, and welcome to the Freelance Dietitian Podcast, a show that teaches you how freelancing can help you meet your financial goals while giving you space to unplug and enjoy your life. I'm your host, Julia Zakshevsky, a published freelance writer, and this is a bonus episode. Listen to the show if you really want to know how to freelance as an RD. There's a new guest every week that will teach you some techniques to use your nutrition degree. Feel inspired, get hired, have a blast. Listen to the Freelance Dietitian Podcast. Welcome. It's Friday morning. I am recording basically live because I am going to be publishing this within the next half hour. I want to touch base with you guys because I've had a few changes in my business and the show was all about education and transparency and I wanted to come on and tell you what's been going on. So I was all queued up to sign an extension of a contract I had with one of my biggest clients. Literally, they were just waiting for me to sign it and then within a 24-hour period, it got flopped on its head and they decided to let me go. It wasn't anything personal. No issues or drama happened. It was very professional. It was just a shift in direction of the type of tonality and messaging they wanted for their writing. They didn't necessarily feel that my style was the best fit moving forward. And that's how it goes sometimes with freelance writing. I would say actually a lot of times. At the end of the day, writing is a creative pursuit and there's always going to be a degree of subjectivity. So if they have a different vision, I can only do what I know how to do. And I try to adapt, of course, but it just didn't make the cut. And it sucked. I'm not going to lie. It really threw me for a loop because we had just been talking about renewing the contract and then boom, overnight, it was just a change of change of narrative. That is a big lesson I learned early on in my freelance career. Honestly, guys, nothing is official until the ink on the contract has dried. That is something I always remind myself. So even now when I do pitch to new people and there seems to be a good rapport and response coming back. I'm always excited, but I do keep a little bit of a guard up because I know that until we both sign a contract, it's just talk. So keep that in mind. I think it helps to manage your expectations so that you don't get too emotionally invested because I have done that and it fell through and I just felt so devastated. And then it just takes longer to bounce back and it's just such a roller coaster. The immediate things on my mind after uh, losing that contract was, of course, money. It was the fiscal responsibilities that we have as a family and just feeling like, how am I going to make ends meet? That was my knee-jerk thought. And past Julia was very clever, and I do have other sources of revenue coming into my business that are not tied down to freelance projects. And I've built them up so that they will always cover my bare necessities So that's going to be my mortgage, grocery money, and just other monthly expenses that are recurring. That's a good way to do it, to make sure that you cover your bases. I think without that kind of uh, like base fee that I'm getting every single month, I would be very, it would be a very different Julia behind this microphone today because that would be very scary. That's so part of entrepreneurship as well. And I'm really trying to have this experience, like taking it with a grain of salt and being kinder to myself because I am realizing that I am being so hard on myself. The narrative in my head at like two in the morning when the brain is doing its own mission is so vicious sometimes and it just is picking me apart. And I have to really do a lot of mental work to boost myself up. Do that exercise I was just talking about a couple episodes that Keith showed me where I look at the concrete facts instead of letting this emotional 
wind dictate what my mood will be in for that day. So yeah, I am coming here this Friday pretty composed, but the last couple of days I haven't been and it's been really hard. Entrepreneurship is not easy. And if it was, everyone would be doing it. Recognize also that there will always be setbacks in your business. The only thing that you really have complete control over is how you react and how you pick yourself back up together and put yourself back out there. Truly, the only bad thing you can do in these scenarios is quit. That would be such a devastating step for yourself, for your dreams. And I know it can feel tempting to want to throw the towel in when things get hard, but you just have to white knuckle it, hang on, and keep going. I gave myself a 24-hour wallow period just because I felt like I needed it. Uh, and it did drag on a couple days and I just watched TV shows and I ordered takeout and I just totally lived in my mopiness for a bit. <laughs> and then I did some really healthy practices, which was I reached out to a friend and I told them, hey, I'm really struggling and I need to reach out to you. Otherwise, I'm very worried. I'll just keep wallowing. And that was super helpful. I reached out to family and I personally find strength out of my support network from my loved ones. And that really helped remind myself of what I'm capable of. So absolutely take your moment to grieve the loss in your business, process that emotions, but always remember that you have to keep going. My next steps moving forward are going to be revamping my website and my portfolio. And I'm choosing to look at this as a great opportunity to really revamp how I am presenting my business to the digital space. So I was using Wix primarily for my website, and it's just, it's so expensive. They're raising their rates again, which I think is ludicrous because they're not adding any more value. And I just decided to let it go. Like, forget it. I'm not going to pay all that money for a website that I don't even actively use because a lot of freelance writers are on LinkedIn. Some of them are on Twitter. And then some of them are on Instagram. So I invested in Canva Pro because they launched a new web design feature. So you get to have a one-page website with multiple sections and you just keep scrolling down. I think it's the best if you are going to be having a business that's very portfolio forward because they can just visibly see everything they want to see. And I do plan to move into the videography space as well because video content is the future. And I think Canva has a really fast user system. So the videos load instantly. I did have to invest in Canva Pro, which is half the price of what Wix would have charged me. And on top of the website design, I also will have access to all the other features that come with Canva Pro. I'm not a Canva Pro uh, sponsor person or affiliate. I'm just letting you guys know from my research, that's why I decided to go that direction. I'm also going to be presenting at the RD Entrepreneur Symposium, which is towards the end of October. I'll put a link to it. It is an affiliate link. So if you do choose to sign up, I will get a little baby commission from it. When I was in clinical dietetics, I found the RD Symposium because it's the only one of its kind online. And I signed up right away for the early bird rate, which is 200 bucks less than the full price. And I loved it. It was 25 different RD speakers who are in different areas of entrepreneurship. The presentations were great. It was so inspiring. And I still think about it to this day. And I still refer to some of the handouts that I saved from the presentation. So now I get to teach at it. And I'm actually doing a topic about podcasting, specifically why your business should start a podcast, because it is in its juvenile stages and it is the most underutilized marketing tool for all businesses at this point in time. 
There's approximately 16 million blogs on the internet and there's 2 million podcasts. So it is untapped. It's just ripe for the picking. So if you guys are at all interested, please consider signing up. I'm getting a bit rambly here, so I think it's time to wrap up. I hope at the end of this podcast, you feel rooted and confident that no matter what hurdles come your way, you can handle it. I hope you guys have a great week. I will be back next Tuesday. Danielle Ryan is coming on the show. She's a Canadian business coach. She's not a dietitian. I discovered her on TikTok and she's just so cool and mellow. And she was a yoga instructor and that was her business. And now she's transferred over the TikTok realm and brand work. And I think it's going to be a really great episode and give you a taste about the modern possibilities for online business owners. Alrighty, have a great week. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. A friendly reminder that this podcast is 100% a labor of love. If you like the show, please consider liking, giving it a five-star review, and subscribing to the show. Maybe you can share it with another dietitian who you think the content will resonate with. Anything to get the word out and help get this show in front of others. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. I really appreciate it.